Good afternoon, everybody. Eddie Webb, we are here at Rolf's Global Headquarters with CEO and President Frances Tesmer. She's have been working over the last 11 years to bring an amazing educational experience for the people in the industry of beauty professionals. And she has a vision to start uh, partnerships with Maricopa Community College, as well as uh, Arizona State University and her company are providing scholarships for students to work their way through both the associate's degree and the bachelor's degree. And her vision is to not only uh, have her scholarships include guest lectures by experts and people to uh, have uh, opportunities to be apprentice work with and mentors, but the heart of your work is really around the holistic approach to learning and uh, how business and industry must embrace higher education. Welcome to the show, Francis. How are you doing? Doing very well. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Can't wait for us to talk about this very important subject. It's, it's a, absolutely a, amazing, the work. I've read uh, several pieces on your work, and the word that comes up a lot is revolutionary. Mm -hmm. Why do you think what you're doing is revolutionary? Great question. So the beauty industry has been around for, what, thousands of years? And it's modern time, right, after the... Uh, industrial revolution, the modern time of beauty is at least 100, if not more, years, right? So the whole world, all other industry, everything and everyone has gone through transformation of one kind or the other, especially with the digital world and with the technology revolution, everything and everyone has changed, except our professional beauty industry. By that, I mean on the product side, okay, the beauty industry has come a long way. Today, we produce products that are incredible. They can change someone's skin, someone's hair, someone's beauty, this, that, the other. But on the, the workforce side, the people who provide beauty experiences, we're still where we were 100 years ago. So it is a revolution to offer this workforce a new, modern, 21st century education that prepares them to serve the people of today, the 21st century, and prepare them for tomorrow, which is the future of the world and of our industry. In that way, it's a revolution because it's never happened before. In terms of like infusing the humanities or liberal arts into the uh, occupational experience? Is this the part that you're... Very much, very much. Because this is how 
I see beauty. You know, I even joke about it. <laughs> I say, we call ourselves the beauty industry, right? So we need to examine what are the beauty, beautiful things that we do, right? right? Because we don't make cars. We won't make table. We're the beauty industry. So the beauty should start and end with us because we say we are in the beauty industry. And beauty is humanity and humanity is beauty right so these two are the same and so the education that we provide needs to be an education that is around humanity true beauty the truth is when humans when people go to a beauty house and yes, they want to look better. You know, everybody wants to look better. Everybody deserves to look better. But at the end of it, internally, they want to feel better. Right. So it is about the human feeling good, looking good, and going out in the world doing great things. Right? Right. Right? Yeah. yeah. So we look at beauty that if we... If the workforce, if the beautician are educated, so when you come to me, let's suppose I'm a hairdresser, I'm highly educated, I understand everything that I need to understand, right? Yes. I can empower you beyond your haircut and hair color. So when you walk out, you go out there, and you are whoever you want to be, you can be a doctor, you can be a politician, you can be a minister, you can be anything you want to. But I empower you to be that person in the most confident, powerful, positive way. So our industry creates beauty, should create beauty at its deepest level. Right. So as they say, it's an inside job, right? Yes. And so your approach is to be holistic mm -hmm. so that when a person is finished with their associates and their bachelor's degree, this have, they have this deeper sense of connection to the people that are going to come sit in their chair, right? Absolutely. And so that is a, a big endeavor, I think. And I think with for a lot of the listeners, you know, when we think about beauty, like a place here, y'all, this place is like unbelievable. Your studio, your salon, as we talked about, your place of gathering. Mm -hmm. it's, un it's remarkable. And so I am sure that the clients that come here are well-educated, right? Now, what about salons that are not of this magnitude? Do mm -hmm. you still see your curriculum fitting in? 100%. So the idea behind this higher education, the idea behind this revolution is to raise the level of our industry collectively in the U.S. and across the world mm. and take everyone with us. Every beauty house must represent beauty, humanity, compassion, connection, respect, deep connection with human being and serving them 
at the highest level. Right. It is not for one place or the other. It's for everyone. So one of the questions I, I have for you is anybody that's around you can pick up on your passion, <laughs> right? And your drive to get this done. And you've been resilient from what I've uh, read. It's, you've been in this like almost 11 years now trying to get the curriculum and the articulation between a community college and a university. That takes a lot of resilience, a lot of stamina. When, could you tell me a moment that you had that this passion came to you? What made you start this 11 years ago? Absolutely. So three things I have to share with you. One, ever since I was 14 years old, I was extremely passionate about women and about children mm. and about their education. When the word empowerment was not a, a, a in word <laughs> way back when, that was my passion, number one. Number two, as I shared with you the last time, uh, when I lost my mom to cancer, uh, I wanted to s dedicate the rest of my life to serve other people. And that other people was and is women and children. Thirdly, that moment, you talk about that moment, Rolf, my partner, shared with me, educated me that this industry, the beauty industry, is a very powerful industry. And it's about transforming people. It's about beautifying people. And he told me so many stories. And from that, and I can tell you a couple of the stories if you want. I'd love to hear them. But from that, I said, oh, my God. This is the industry I need to get into, and this is the industry I need to help. Uh, one of them is when he shared with me his parents after the Second World War in Germany had a salon, and people in the winter of Germany with snow up to their knees walked for hours, biked for hours, to get to his parents' salon, and it wasn't just for the haircut. It was a place where they found hope and positivity and love and connection. So if you can help people after the Second World War of Germany, when they had lost everything, their home, their loved one, all of that, and you can impact them, <laughs> then it's very clear. It's very powerful. And so when I learned really the, that, and that is the moment when Rolf shared that with me, I said, oh my God, this is amazing. I need to become part of this uh, industry, help this industry to realize it's potential, right? I think we've lost a lot of time in this industry. We could have done so much more, and we haven't. We need to do that now, and the only way to do it is through 
higher education. What does it mean? To empower every single person that is in this industry with the tools of knowledge, of education, so that they can do what they do best, empower and transform people. They can't do it when they themselves have so much that they have to deal with, right? They can't do that. So right. it's about empowering them to make a difference in the world. We can do it from the platform of World of Beauty better than anybody else. I think, um, you know, for our listeners, I think this is so critical. And, and I think so many people share this uh, instinct of altruism and this uh, drive uh, to make the world a better place through education. But I think some of the part that lacks is the vision or the curriculum of how to do it in a holistic from beginning to end model instead of little pieces over here, little pieces over there. And so when you tie all of that to a particular degree, you know, the beauty professional industry, what areas of study are you finding most uh, satisfying? Is it literature? Is it humanities? Is it history? Or is it just that you're the people that work for you, when they go through these programs, that they come out of the other side as a confident leader, that they can be inherent, right, in their own thinking and being, and thus transfer that not only to the business, because the businesses are people. Absolutely. And then you have this community of people, of like minded people who embrace intellect, who embrace. Uh, science, but so uh, is there a particular area that you find most rewarding in the curriculum? Absolutely. One of them, there are several areas. One of them is communication, mm. okay? That's a big one. We've seen how our students who are right now in this program with MCC, how on a daily basis it helps them to better communicate with other people. Don't forget, in the beauty industry and in a beauty house, every hour you see a completely different person, right? From different walks of life, different background, different issues, different personality. Just imagine for a moment how much more experience and intelligent you need to be about just communication alone Right. if you truly want to impact the person that you are serving. So communication is a big one. Believe it or not, most of our stylists love math mm. because they say we learn problem solving. Right. We learn that there is a problem, but we also learn there is a solution. And then we learn it is up to us to look at the problem and find the solution. Yeah. You know, when customer comes to a beauty house, they come with a problem. Right. In fact, they come with many problems. One of them is their hair. <laughs> <laughs> but there are other problems, right. <laughs> you know? Right. And so these, these students, this beautician, they can identify. They can see, oh, I see, you know, so-and-so, I don't know, 
is depressed or just lost her job or just went through a divorce or is going through chemotherapy, right? How do I address this? How do I make this one hour the best for this human being, right? Mm -hmm. So communication, math, they love uh, the English uh, class. They love their teacher, by the way. And uh, they love because they do a lot of creative writing. So it just expands their mind. Obviously, they love art, you know, art, the history of art, fashion, um, understanding all of that, and, and so much more. Uh, they do, oh God, they love personal finance. Okay, I have to tell you about that, okay? <laughs> I hope somebody doesn't get mad at me. But <laughs> many hairdressers in the United States of America are bankrupt. Okay, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that or not, but that's the fact. And it's only for one reason. They don't know. Nobody taught them how to deal with their personal finances. They don't know, hmm. right? The credit card, the taxes, how to save, how to build wealth, all of that they don't know. In this class, they learn everything. So it empowers them how to deal with their own finances, right? Yeah. And so on and so on. I mean, they're just, each one of those classes have been amazing for them. Yeah, it makes, it makes perfect sense that this idea of critical analysis, critical thinking, and to be able to problem solve in the moment on your feet so that the person can have, a, again, this holistic experience with mm -hmm. beauty. And maybe they've not thought about that type of, because that's kind of what we're all looking for anyway, is the inner peace. Yes. Right? And so, again, there's this really beautiful story of why education and business should be a perfect partnership at every level. You know, I used to work in uh, Germany. I worked in Frankfurt and small towns around. I worked in Switzerland. I worked in... Uh, Evian and Venice and all of these places. And I traveled with a, uh, a translator, Beatrice. And I had this experience that, that changed my life from what I was doing then to get me into higher education. Mm -hmm. And in this conversation with this young girl, uh, about the same age as my daughter at the time, and she was talking about the, the war, the Serbian war, mm -hmm. and how people in her village were killed mm -hmm. and when she was telling this story I mean I, I could feel I thought I was mm -hmm. you know I could just feel inside of me almost tearing up with compassion and I realized I didn't I don't speak her language mm -hmm. and I turned to Beatrice and it's like communication she said is like 90 95 percent physical absolutely it's not the words coming out of my mouth right? absolutely and Around that same time, the wall was coming down in Germany. And I used to have a big chunk of the wall when, when they tore it down. And I had shared this story with you before that we had, we had our, uh, a big drum over there. I was traveling with native images. We were singing a lot of uh, tribal songs and stuff. And uh, this gentleman uh, came up and stood like a soldier around this drum. 
and it was sort of strange. He just stood there like this, you know, typical, you know, what an American would think of a German, right? This, 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 this guy, yeah, yeah. you know, this big, big strong, strong, tough, bald solid. head, leather, full <laughs> leather, and he just stood there. And I was watching him, and we got to talking with him, and he, uh, again, had told us that he had never danced. And we were having friendship dances. And the next day he showed up, he had on a red bandana, cut off t-shirt, and that man danced. And I mean, I'm telling you, this guy was 6'2", 240, big guy. And he broke down crying. And it, cha it changed me because he, he said he had never let himself ex express himself like that before. And uh, so they were telling me about having police in their mind police in the mind wow right mm -hmm. and uh this really started to open my eyes on a, the, the international level of behavior and mm -hmm. society and mm -hmm. stuff so anytime i hear what you're talking about it excites me and i think that you know this has been sort of the foundation of the new media lab and why we're here interviewing mm -hmm. uh, we work really hard to create a place we call it a place of belonging mm -hmm. where students can come and tell their stories no matter what that is right but they find their own voice and it's so empowering mm -hmm. right and to learn how to communicate that and i can see how important that is in the beauty industry right because you're like as you say you're with a different person every i don't know what is it 50 minutes yeah. hour or something yeah. like that so what um by the way i love the name a place of belonging what a fantastic name yeah. don't we all need a place of belonging yeah you know well that's what's missing yeah i think a mm -hmm. lot you know we have places that we feel we don't belong mm -hmm. you know <laughs> And when you create a specific pathway and these students know and the institution knows they're in your program, right? So there now there's this expectation mm -hmm. to to have quality in curriculum, yes. quality instruction, and that the teachers, the faculty are on board with more than answering the right question. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Are you thinking down the road about uh we have a, an academy. It'd be a nice partnership, I think, for us to infuse, you know, the salon with the place of gathering so that people have this collective experience around the end game. Because the end game, obviously, is to get people through the program and sovereign. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I love that you said that. I agree with you. We have this um, institute. Uh, our institute is called the third space oh. and in fact and in fact i've talked to to the college that we might bring some of the curriculum even to the college and and it is to help people every individual no matter what walks of life right now our focus is beauty but to help every individual to be to live a healthy happy successful life no matter what career they go to at this time our focus is the beauty professional mm. like the 12 students that we've given a scholarship and they're in the program they went through our third space 
uh, institute curriculum, preparing them to actually become successful in college and become successful in university and become successful in life, right? So um, I love that you talk about the partnership. I think it's very important for business and higher education to partner and to help individual, right, to take their life to the next level, to be happier, healthier, more successful, and then to have an impact in the world. Each one of us need to play our role in the world. That's right. We can't play it if we don't have the tools. And I believe higher education is essential for every person and for sure uh, for our industry. And, you know, uh, third space, again, is this response uh, from uh, an Indian scholar and a, a psychologist who were trying to decolonize British rule in India. Oh, wow. Right? And so... It really they had it has its roots uh, in in education. I think a lot of this worked out. They worked out a lot of this theory at Harvard University, but it was this idea again: where where can you come like a safe place? Mm-hmm. Where can you come and and speak of what colonization has done to your cultural identity, mm-hmm. to your language, to your economy? Right? Oppression, straight Absolutely. up oppression. Mm-hmm. And where can you come and speak and talk about those places where you're empowered mm-hmm. and not, you know, imprisoned or mm-hmm. shamed or whatever? And this is real freedom. Absolutely. Right? Is to be able to embrace your own identity. Mm-hmm. And when I think about the beauty industry, I mean, I just think about the spectrum of what that is. Like, I didn't get those genes. You know? <laughs> I, got, I have some brothers who, like... <laughs> cousins look like models and stuff. I, do, I always tell people I'm the smart one you know I, and I, I think I, you're I, a good looking well, one come on yeah thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you but but you know what I mean so when I when I think about beauty I think I see these people and I think God, how is that you know people are so beautiful right but if they're not beautiful on the inside and that's where you're trying to get to right and and elevate even beyond just kindness now that you're getting into serious intellectual Mm -hmm. depth yes right that you want people to understand philosophy and uh, history and all the stuff that make up the whole person the whole person hello everybody i want to thank you all for listening this is uh, eddie webb we are here in the new media lab and we're going to take a break and we're going to be right back Royalty-free audio, Grinoline Dreams, by Kevin McLeod. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. You can find more of his work at incompetech.com. The Maricopa County Community College District, MCCCD, is an EEOAA institution and an equal opportunity employer of protected veterans and individuals with disabilities. All qualified applicants will receive consideration for employment without regard to race, color, religion, sex, sexual orientation, gender identity, 
age, or national origin. A lack of English language skills will not be a barrier to admission and participation in the career and technical education programs of the district. The Maricopa County Community College District does not discriminate on the basis of race, color, national origin, sex, disability, or age in its programs or activities. For Title IX 504 concerns, call the following number to reach the appointed coordinator, 480-731-8499. For additional information, as well as the listing of all coordinators within the Maricopa College System, please visit maricopa.edu slash non-discrimination.